There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Total Wine and More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine and More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Guys, the NBA draft lottery is this week. Mm. Okay, shout out to the Knicks, yes. uh, who need at least 10 drafts to, uh, to field a good team. <laughs> um, but if you guys could create your own draft for anything in the world, what would it be? Well, I'm going to go first. I'm pregnant, and it'd be great if I could do, like, a godparent draft, because I think it would save us from a lot of arguing in the household. It'd be very beneficial. I would do a, a co-host draft, and my number one pick wow. would be Frank. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. There you go. I will do a draft for my next potential girlfriend. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to start in uh, Rachel's Barbecue in a few weeks. Oh, wow. you Damn. like the selection, Some huh? lucky girls. I, I, I got a few right They're not so private barbecue now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I'm going to have a friend draft so people know where they stand with me. Mike. Am I going to be at a lottery pick? You're going to stay in the, in the room, in the, in the green room. <laughs> He's going to be like the guy in the green room that stays there for way too long. Just him and his mom. <laughs> Latinos out loud podcast. Yeah, 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 It's live. It's live in here. It's lit. It's litty. It is. Oh, wow. uh, Very quickly, Frank, what was that? (laughs) You're getting more and more violent as each episode comes out. Sorry, folks. Wow. I'm excited too, Frank. You know why? Why? Because this is episode 20 of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Wow. 20 uh, of the new season. It. What number are we up to overall? 54. Wow. Wow. We're doing wow. Almost collecting that wow. social security check. <laughs> 54. Very close yeah. to your age. <laughs> yeah. You know, Rachel, it's so funny how you were defending Frank in the green room about the every episode I make fun of Frank's 
age. And I'm now sticking you go ahead. up for him because I'm tired of you making Thank fun you. of his age. Thank you, Rachel. Leave him alone. He looks really good for 70. Thank you. <laughs> oh, damn. She went up I'm to 70. Hey, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, anyways, who are we? Who are we? I already said this is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, oh, but sorry. hello, my name is Rachel Laloka. Uh, <laughs> uh, my name is Michael Diaz, but uh, the people know me in the streets as Juan Bago. Mm. Uh, Jay French. <laughs> you always sneeze, sneeze it. Right. <laughs> Frank Spiracy Nibs. Nice. Yeah, Frank. Frank, thanks you. I just want to get this off my chest. Go mm. ahead, Mike. I, can you put your shirt on, though? Um, <laughs> we don't need to actually see your chest. Right. Sorry about that. <laughs> so I just want to take a moment because I've been noticing that we're getting more and more new listeners. Okay. So for all you new listeners out there, now that you're listening to it and haven't been disappointed yet, go out there, subscribe to us, Please, rate yeah. us, comment, Tell your let friend. your family yes. members know. Okay, but wait on. Uh, hold on. In this scenario, these are new listeners that have only heard... Like three minutes of the show. Exactly. And now you want them to subscribe before they don't no, you like want it. them to tell their friends about a show they've only heard three minutes well, of? I'm assuming they're so going to listen tr- through the whole thing. They can tell their friends. Hmm. But yes. before I think that. Listen to the whole show. Okay. Then make a judgment call on if you want to actually let people know about the show. Got I it. Think, you know we what I mean? guarantee you're going to enjoy yourself. And if not, mm-hmm. money back. Ooh, money back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What is Even, it, Spotify? People that like. No, I mean, it's free, but that's, a, that's such a Jew joke, by the way. Like, <laughs> we Jews always say that when something is free, we'll give you your money back if you're not satisfied. Yeah. Even though it was free. At this point, if they're if they're repping the show, they're pretty much going to be like thinking the show is uh, just a bunch of old ass hosts. <laughs> 70 year old, a 70 and a 50 year old host this hilarious podcast. We're not yes. old. Well, Mike is, but we're not. But yo, the thing I'm is, I'm gonna like, keep count. I'm I'm tired of this. Every week you're making fun of me, Rachel. Uh, oh, I have family what? members uh, that are like, they're just saying, why does Rachel make fun of you so much? Why do you make fun of me? It's a two way street, Mike. Yes, you I make do. Fun of you in barbecues. You make fun of me everywhere. I don't know why you're like trying well, to play so sensitive right now. New like listeners, victim. Uh, you comment and let people know. If you feel like Rachel passes the line of making fun of me. Oh, Mm. my God. I'm keeping a tally. Sally. Anyway, uh, speaking of sensitivity, how was your Mother's Day? Oh, my God. It was so nice. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Don't make me cry. Don't do it. It was a great Mother's Day. Really? Shout out to my husband. Yeah. See, this is the thing, though. I have to break it down real quick because, you know, I always, like, analyze. Mm -hmm. Um, He did a great job, made a banging brunch, got me beautiful flowers. Uh, like put a beautiful post on Facebook. Like was just nice to me. The entire day was great. It was wonderful. I spent it with my kid. Nice. Um, but I have to tell you, ladies out there, you can feel me on this. Is that I have been laying this groundwork, Woo. okay, for for years. It's been like a long term. Years. It's like a long-term construction project where we lay brick by brick what we need. Second Avenue project. Train your man, ladies. Yes, ladies. And it just, you know, like, you know, a couple of years ago, it may have been like, you know, oh, nice. That's it. Okay. And then, you know, you express how you feel. But, like, I don't know what it is. And maybe somebody in the audience can help me out. It's like, then when he delivers, I'm like, all emotional as if last year never even happened. Uh. I'm like, oh, my God, Bendito, I love you so much. You know what I'm saying? That's just, I guess, the femininity wow. of it. But shout out to all the mommies out there. How was wow. y'all Mother's Day? Mine was good. Mine, mine, my mom is in the ER, so I had to uh, I had to hunt her down. But I think she does that on purpose. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> she could uh, get us all, like, you know, riled up she has five boys so everybody's calling her the whole day and i I guess she ignores the call so like we keep on calling 
So I got a hold of her at night and I wished her a happy birthday. I mean, sorry, a, a happy Mother's Day. <laughs> it's okay. That happens often. I, you know, it's, yeah. it's okay. Uh, how about you guys? Um, well, my mother, this is the first Mother's Day that my mom was in Dominican Republic. Aww. And usually I put those acute, you know, social media posts, yeah. but my mom never sees it. But since we all chipped in and gave her an iPad, uh, I was able to send the link she of the everything. Instagram post, and she really enjoyed it and everything. So I liked it was yours. Good. It was you out on the beach with your mom. With yeah. Your the, it shows my mom's personality because she was trolling in the back trying to, you know, get in the camera. Yeah. Oh, trolling. Hmm, mm-hmm. The apple doesn't fall mm-hmm. far. from the tree. Yeah. Well, my mom is nothing of a troll compared to my dad, so yeah. my dad is PhD in Save trolling. it for Father's Day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, so it's cool. You put up a really cute pic of you and Lydia. Did you take Rachel's advice from last week? Did you get her like something? Uh... No, I went to the store and had like the woman that worked there. She hooked it up for me. Nice. I was like, um, what do I put in this like makeup box? And she just was like, get that. Oh my god, this cream is perfect. What does your mom like to put on her hair? Anything? Okay, this is like some nice things that she could just put in the bottoms of her feet to like de stress. Like I think she was lying to me. There was a bunch <laughs> of shit she was saying. Like I gave my mother all these different creams to like help her sleep and like. <laughs> To like help her with her sinuses, I'm like, what the fuck? But it's like, and it it put it all in one box, and she just has a grab bag. It was like a book, like telling it was a book to like it was called Calm, and basically it just she reads the book and she's just calm. That's very thoughtful. But she was into it. She was into it. So um, that woman, I want to thank that woman for hooking it up. What time on Sunday did you buy the present? Uh, Oh, putting you on blast. I bought the flowers on Sunday, but I bought the gift. I bought the gift on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> Shout out to Birchbox. Word. <laughs> My mother came back from DR on Sunday, so oh, that was nice too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she couldn't catch the wind that you guys got on Saturday. Ooh. The wind. Ooh. Shall we discuss oh, the wind? Segway. I, yo, guys, I read a book on seg- uh, segways. <laughs> I see that. I'm like really. At first, use. I thought you said wind, and I was like, "Wait, did we fart on Saturday?" <laughs> the wind beneath my wings. I, like, what do you? But then I was like, "A win, win, yes. win." Yes. Yeah, we won. We won big this weekend. Ooh. We need to discuss who's yes. gonna kick it off. Mm. So we were in a our group's room twenty eight comedy was in a sketch comedy competition sh- uh, show hmm. called Bragging Rights. Okay. Yes, and we went against a uh, uh, a group called Chillville. Mm. Mm. And what did we do, Rachel? We brought the heat and Chillville melted on contact. Mm. Okay? Chillville melted. Wow. Okay, we annihilated them. Wow. Yeah, all the judges voted for us. The crowd voted for us. The two judges, the janitor was like in the back like, Room 28, they're they, they funny. They're the funniest. <laughs> we came with it. We were so focused. This was the rematch of the decade, you guys. And you guys had it in for them, huh? Well, well look, it's, go ahead, You saw Jamie. the social media stuff. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 because yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of the com- comedy competition. I feel like right. it takes away the, the joy that you're just trying to give joy to the crowd you're and have everyone laugh. so nice. But when you get in a competition <laughs> thing, you're actually like out for blood. Like, right, right. Like, you know what, man? This shit ain't... We're going we gonna to fuck them up in comedy style. You know wow. what I'm saying? And so, um, and then there was some trash talking on, on social media. By right. the other team. Yeah, mm. they were Mostly. making fun of Rachel's spelling of a word. She, I forgot what the word was. But Chillville, the Chillville. name of their team. She missed an L, and the, and <laughs> the person who did this from the other team said, we're going to give you that L on Saturday oh. night. Now that's I opened mess. the door for that Actually, one. Wow. Knowing Rachel, I think she baited them. She's pregnant. She likes that. Come on. No, no, that's okay. Bring it. I don't care. I push the baby to the side and we get busy. That's okay. 
There's no handicap. Well, that's how we do it. There's no handicap here. So I had a unique perspective in everything, right? Because I was in the audience. Mike was definitely an audience MVP. You, you were the audience. Let me tell you something. First off, hmm. the lady that was sitting right next to me clearly <laughs> was rooting for Chillville. Okay? Because every time they performed the sketch, even before it was even over, she did this she did this like really cheesy bland clap. It was like like a minute before it was over. And I'm like, yo, the sketch is not even over. Why so you like cheering? start the applause? Yeah, like she was trying to instigate it there and we had a little beef, whatever, because I probably was too obnoxious. <laughs> Anyways. A little? You had well, air I followed horns. Her to the, I followed to the ladies' room, and I just told her how I already felt. You know what I'm saying? And then I blew my air horn in her ear, and I was like, what, bitch? Anyways, I knew you guys won after the second sketch. After the second sketch, I was like, yo, it's a wrap. Y'all had it. Wow. And you had people that were supposed to, uh, they were supposed to root for Chillville. They were ending up rooting for you they guys. They converted. Interesting. Oh, I didn't know that. Right. Yes. Yo, I have to tell you guys about this feeling of the competition added with like the stress of, man, we want to win, we want to win. That backstage area was on fire. It was like, I mean, I'm not the most sportiest person here, mm-hmm. but like, I felt like because we were- using the word sportiest shows yeah, that you're right, not right, right. the oh, most yeah, sportiest person. <laughs> Whatever. I felt like we were in like the locker room of a football team at halftime. Like every time we ended a sketch, we were go. Oh no, with it, cause yeah, your cousin was on fire. Uh, his pits, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Jerry. No, like we would go on the backstage area and high five each other. Like yeah, you nailed the son. You nailed the son. Like it was such pep talk back there. It was amazing. We strategy. We we're like, all right, yo, right here, Jerry, you're gonna go uh, walk to the left of the stage. Then you do the dick joke, dick joke, and then I'm gonna come. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make a left on the stage. Then I'm gonna do a pratfall. We're gonna go in Z then... formation. All right. And then I want you to punt the joke. It was really. See, my strategy was this: if you get the crowd, then all you need to do is get one of the judges. So I bought four air horns uh, that week, and I gave one to uh, Rachel, your your niece. My niece. Uh, I gave one to Danny Garcia, and then I gave another one to Alana Johnson. The only thing is that Alana Johnson messed up because she sat right in front of me, and I told her we wanted to divide in four. I wanted to have mm, each corner of the theater to wow. have that air horn to populate the sound to make it a, like surround, a surround sound, sound. stereo sound. Which I didn't know. If you press the air horn long enough, it freezes your hands. I didn't know that. It was like oh. really cold. It gets really cold. But uh, when it came down to the crowd, I knew it. It was it, we were super loud. They, there was no chance they were gonna be. I was a little so. nervous. The air horns would have, were, were a bit much. They might be kind you know of a I little heard ghetto. You backstage, you told Chillville that wasn't your idea. What you were apologizing <gasps> about? What you were like, yo, that wasn't my. <laughs> How idea, did you? Yo. Were you even backstage? My, yes, I was backstage. I heard you. Why <laughs> are you beefing about air horns right now? Yeah, like, I don't that even. Is so I don't stupid. even remember that conversation. <laughs> I know I was talking trash to Chillville the whole time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we won. We got the belt. Dope. Congrats, it was amazing. Yeah. It was a good comeback. Hey, a belt win. that we had to give back to the. To yeah, that was well, kind of whack. I thought we, we get to rock the belt, but we, we get to have it for pictures, and then right. we got to give it back to the the guy who runs who oh, runs man. bragging rights. But guys, but. you guys won because you trusted Jerry, and you listened to Jerry. Yo, just trust me, yo. Oh, here All we right? go. Yo, cause yo, we put we got we put the we put the room twenty eight in fun. <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a. He he gave us he gave us better. Uh, he he we'll had better. We'll trust you, Jamie. We'll trust you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, the Mexican restaurant sketch really put the nail in the coffin. That is our favorite sketch to perform. Well, that was the thing. We we did sketches that we've done before that we 
gotten huge laughs before. So right. we went with the tried and true. Yeah. And that's why we kind of felt, we felt confident. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. And then we also had the New York City Indie Film Festival this weekend. You guys where on a roll. Film, you guys on a roll. Yo, this was a big Room 28 weekend. We had the um, screening for Latino Vortex at the New York City Indie Film Festival that Friday, right before Bragging Rights. And then we had the awards ceremony did on Sunday. Did you guys Sunday. perform a sketch, too? We sure did. That's right. We, we performed a sketch. I swear to God. At the New York you kicked City me Indie out of Room 28 and then you get really, really pissed. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> we didn't kick you out of nothing. You kicked yourself out. And, I'm and not even on the website anymore. You guys wiped me out from the website. What do you think when you resign from someplace? What do you think we're gonna in, in memoriam? Like we're gonna honor you on the website? Like what do you want to be an just honorary put my member? Information there. Just don't make it clickable. That's all. So what do you do? You just took his head off and put Kelvin's head on his <laughs> oh! body. Uh-oh. Thanks, Photoshop. <laughs> we took him off. I mean, what do you want us to do? You said you wanted out, so you out. All right. Anyways, uh, let's talk about the awards. Let's talk about it. We Let's went to skate. So Mike, myself, and McKenna went to the awards ceremony, mm-hmm. and we won an award. Uh, shout out to Room Twenty Eight for taking home the NYC Indie Film Festival Award for Best Cinematography, Ensemble Cast, and Production Design for Latino Vortex. Yeah, we have speech, by the way. Thank you. You know, Jamie was my speechwriter. You wrote the speech for? Her? I didn't even know I wrote the speech, but she, <laughs> she 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 took some stuff that she's heard in the past of me describing Room Twenty Eight, which was what was like the so the the, the that. tagline that Jamie came up with, which I think is so genius, is that our comedy is in English and we have jokes for every Juan, which got <laughs> all all the white people were laughing. Standing ovation. Standing ovation. It worked. So every it white worked. person knows a Juan, basically. Yeah. Basically. Of our, of our motto. I think we need to make sure that we don't record those because then you're going to use it every single time. I'm only going to use we- it when appropriate. Not in front of Latinos because I think Latinos will be like, this is some corny shit. But in front of white Yo, people, white they're people like, oh, up, how you know? witty. How oh, I get it. Every Juan. Yes. Oh, that was so witty. The girl's so funny. You know? Is it okay to laugh at this? Uh, and very quickly, um, I think we did jinx it. I think for best sketch... We prepped too much. In Miami, we thought we were not going to win. Here, we didn't think we were going to win, but we did a lot of hypotheticals. And we were holding hands as if we were at the fucking Emmys. Yeah. Wow. Like, yeah. why were we holding hands? I don't even understand. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah. <laughs> we were, like, holding hands and sweating. Yeah. But yeah. it worked. <laughs> it worked. You guys well, won. Not, well, yes. We, we didn't win the three, big award. We didn't, win, we didn't win best sketch. Yeah. Shout out to white people for uh, having a sketch about a brother and sister having sex and falling in love win. That's what it takes no. to beat us. I mean, incest is, like, the is the funny... <laughs> Thing in comedy right now. Wow! It was a everybody's funny video. everybody's writing about incest stuff. Huh. Well, <clears> get <throat> on it, Jamie Headwriter. <laughs> um, second, huh? Get ready. No primos a primen. <laughs> that is like the most overused Dominican term ever. Why? Because it's the most common one. Wow! I mm. I don't make the rules up. Interesting. Well, we won big weekend yes. all around. And then Monday, you guys had a, another screening, right? I'm telling you, Room 28, ever since you left, Mike, I don't know what the <laughs> hell's going on, but we are hot. Too many screenings. Hot. It's Tamales. actually too many screenings within a span of three days. <laughs> We're tired. Tell it's me like, okay, tired. we get it. <laughs> Shout out to United Palace. They showed, um, they showed a couple of our uh, classic sketches. Mm. Um, but the thing was, they had... Other other stuff screening there, and yeah. everything before ours was like the most depressing shit. Wow! Like documentaries about old people losing their memories, Alzheimer's, and, um, and... Uh, like a a short film about uninteresting drug dealers, and a documentary <laughs> about a guy who takes pictures of like stone faces. I was like, 
somebody get me out of here. <laughs> and then finally, after after like watching like this marathon of like depressing stupid shit. You guys got some laughs. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We finally saw our our stuff. And you know, our stuff is silly, but you know, we just needed a change. We needed some sort of <laughs> We brought the tempo up, definitely, you know. Yeah. But shout out to Arlene who curated the whole you And know, I hope yeah, I hope Arlene's not hearing this. <laughs> well, no, I, the thing is because look some of them were she's some watching them us were, live right now. Some but. of those some of those documentaries were cool. I texted Mike, I was like, Is Arlene depressed? Do we need to maybe have an intervention or reach out to her? Because you're right. The lineup was very sad. But the thing is, the overarching or the theme was all of these films were produced uptown in Washington Heights. Mm. So no matter what the theme was or the genre it was very uniting in that like these are old filmmakers from uptown right mm. so at the United Palace which is a very prestigious venue here in New York Beautiful. City gorgeous venue dope mm-hmm. yeah, it was an I honor just, yeah. to be there because next time don't don't put it don't put that with comedy I feel like it's just not a good mix yeah. it, it was in a, it was like a sandwich with a finger in it you know what I'm saying <laughs> A bloody finger. Okay. <laughs> that, like a peanut butter and dedo sandwich. That's an interesting Yelp situation. No, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been there, by the way. All right. Okay, so, so yeah. I think it's time for... Is it? I think. All it right. Is. It's that time. Yeah. I've been waiting all day. Aye. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. Aye. 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 Okay, so it was so good we had to repeat that one. Shout out to Anthony Palmini. I think Anthony lost power in the Bronx because of the storm, (laughs) and he wasn't able to submit the new one. He is not stronger than the storm. (laughs) Uh, Okay, welcome to another another week of the bites. Yes, yes. Can't wait. Don't get too excited about this. Mm. Hey, new viewers, (laughs) listeners, don't get too excited about this. Um, So the royal wedding. Is Ooh, this wait. is gonna be this Saturday, oh. y'all? You excited? Oh. Is it live so streamed? So excited! It's live streamed from yeah, from England, UK, okay. yeah, from the UK. Yeah. I wonder if they're same thing. Yeah. Huh? Are there announcers like a? Oh, wait, oh, welcome to England. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this is your first uh, royal wedding. It to is watch? my first royal wedding okay. to watch. It starts at noon in England, but in the US, it starts at like seven a.m. So I think I'm just going to get the wedding highlights from like, <laughs> I'll watch the wedding highlights on ESPN or wherever they show, wherever they show wedding highlights. I'm not waking up at seven in the morning on a Saturday. Uh, that is early. Um, so Prince Harry. Mm. Right. Prince Harry. And his hair, his hair makes this an official red wedding. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, good yeah. wordplay. Hopefully man. he doesn't invite any members of the Starks. Oh. Eh? Game of Thrones fans? Oh. No? Oh. No one? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so we get the big bucks, <laughs> Jamie, and he's marrying. So uh, Prince Harry's marrying Meghan Markle, Meghan who Markle. is so basic. Cable, oh my was god, on, uh, Jamie. Yeah, no, she her show was on, on USA. Basic Cable. Oh, okay. Oh, oh yeah. Wow. Got it. Got it. Uh, it was a joke. Jamie. No. Um. So yeah, she's in that USA show about the guys that wear suits. I forgot the name. Suits. Uh, <laughs> it's called Suits. Now, now, according to the Lifetime original movie, they aired this past Sunday uh-huh. about the the couple, about this new couple. Um, the royal family wasn't embracing this relationship at first. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, uh-huh. for one, Megan is divorced. Oh, oh. true, true. African American. Mm. True, true, true. And their favorite USA show is Mr. Robot. So, (laughs) I hate lawyers, but I love hackers. (laughs) Um, Sorry about that. 
Uh, but they, <laughs> but they finally accepted that uh, the prince, uh-huh. prince, I, I look like a more attractive Ed Sheeran, Harry, was yes. was in love wow. with Meghan. Call me Princess Markle. Um, they accept it because it's true love, and you know you can't you can't fight true love, right? Oh, Am I right? Yeah, Everyone, you're right. You're absolutely right. You're yeah. all correct. You're right. Um, so, needless to say, this wedding will be royally expensive. Oh God! Mm. Don't take my word for it. Here are some actual numbers. All no. right? Ooh, go Ooh, juicy! They're spending three hundred eighty-six thousand dollars on catering. Wow! All that money and no Dominican cake. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> they could have got away cheap too. <laughs> Angela's right there on Autobahn and 170. They could have hooked it up. Uh, they spending two hundred sixty thousand on drinks. Okay, so that open bar gonna be open like the whole week. Yeah. <laughs> and you still open? It's Friday. I know, man. Yeah, um, mate. I'm still thirsty. Your mate is Australian. Right? I think we're on the wrong continent, yeah. oh, Frank. It's all right. It's in England, not Australia. <laughs> mate. <laughs> Can I have some of that kangaroo juice, please, mate? <laughs> um, that $404,000 for the wedding dress. Ooh, do you know who okay, the designer is or no? Yeah, who's the designer? Uh, some rich dude. Okay. <laughs> I just know she said, yeah, hell yes to that dress. Four, that's a lot for a dress. That that's a crazy. Lot. I think it's actually Fashion Nova. That has uh, that's the- Cardi B's line. I, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I highly I doubt that. Yeah, that just highly. better have like a pocket for like like your phone or something like that. <laughs> it better have some extra accoutrements. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gotta look up okay. that word. After yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's an expensive word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, Forty-seven thousand dollars they spent on installing enough toilets at the venue, which is wow. super smart. Wow. Okay, you know, because people are going to be shitting $300,000 worth of food. And so. all those drinks, too. All They're going to be peeing all day. Peeing, yeah. all it's expensive pee. Yeah. yeah. You got to get... You gotta get the toilets. I wonder if they're gonna be royal flushing <laughs> toilets. Rachel, is that too much? Is that too much? All right, I retract. I retract. Rachel, I retract. you make cameos in the in the dad jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie and I share a very similar yeah, yeah. tone of comedy at times. You know, I'm good with math, so right now we're almost at a million. Wow, you're adding this up. What a no. dork. Okay. Um. Oh, check this out. Okay. Uh, four hundred and four thousand on the music. What? Where was DJ EM? Where was your husband DJ EM? He's unavailable that weekend. They tried, but I was like, nope, he's unavailable. He's DJing a boat ride here in the city. Some some local English. He was booked prior. He was booked Uh, doing a party boat. Party boat? Yeah. (laughs) I cannot move that party boat. That that is etched in stone. He should have took the party boat at, to England and then get off and then do the wedding and then go back. They should have done the wedding on the paddle of Queen that leaves from. It's a, a grown and sexy boat party. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what would I look like? Would I be? I would neither be grown nor sexy if I canceled. Some local English DJ though is retiring on that party. Wow. DJ hard- Big Ben in the house. Shut up. That's not his name. Shut up. Shut up. No, right? No. No, no. I don't, they probably don't even have a All DJ. Right. They probably have like Elton John or some shit coming that's there. That's true. Like they have a DJ. Like that's a lot of pressure for a DJ. Like everyone knows how much he's making. Yeah. He's like, "All right, I'm going to sp- um uh Despacito again, anyone?" Third time. <laughs> Everyone loves that song, right? It's a bloody good, it's a bloody good song. All right, I'm taking my break. I'm going to the open bar. Bye, mates. 
No. Um, no, no. Mm-mm. And then, oh, and then, so check it out. The the, the total cost, there's more stuff that I right. didn't say. Okay. Wow. The total cost is $8 million for what? everything involved. Okay. And, and $4 million of that is just in the security. Wow. Because wow. you can never have too many snipers on your wedding day. It's <laughs> just the case. Um, so, yeah. And just so you know, in comparison, like the Kardashian West wedding was $4 million. Okay. Wow, so, so this is double. double. Wow. Um, so yeah, they that's how they gets down. Ooh, thank you. Um, so yeah, uh, definitely gonna check it out. And um, okay. if anybody, but wakes you're never up, up at seven in the morning on a Saturday. Hell no. So Hell no. on a Saturday, you won't see me until. I don't know. Dinner time. Brunch time, no? Brunch time? Yeah, brunch is when well, you... Well, no, we do the brunch on Sundays, though. Oh, my bad. Saturday yeah. is one of those days. Sleep all day. By the way, Rachel, it's your morning. turn. I know, I know, I know. Okay, check it out. Uh, so, enough with the royal wedding. Yes. Another story that, uh, that broke this week. The Supreme Court ruled that New Jersey and other states are allowed to now bet on sports. Oh, yeah. Okay? okay. Now, look, as much as I would love to put some money down on some women gymnastics, <laughs> like, I'll put a grand down on Simone Biles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do not fuck up those parallel bars, Simone, let's go! <laughs> um, but I, la- I am anti, I'm actually anti-gambling. Yeah. Really? I don't, I, I don't gamble except when it comes to fashion. I like taking risks there. But other than that, <laughs> I don't gamble. But um, our intern, Eddie, uh-huh. is a huge gambler, and he's a huge sports fan. And, <laughs> and Hi, Mom. Yeah, well, he'll tell you if, that's, if I'm being factual or not. But he had some thoughts on this subject. So we're going to hear, let's, let's listen to Eddie's thoughts on this, on this uh, gambling being legal now. Okay. Mm. I mean, I, I guess I think it's great. I don't, it really doesn't do anything for me because I've been gambling in that shady office in the back of my barbershop uptown for years. Mm. So, I mean, I guess it's nice to know that the federal government now approves of this, but... I mean, just like prohibition ending with bootleggers, this being legalized makes gambling a legitimate profession instead of a frown upon hobby. The only people who will be frowning will be people who probably bet their life away betting on the Mets. Oh, hey, hey, hey. That's messed hey, up. Hey, I didn't know you were going to hey, bat off the Mets. Listen, hey, hey, you want your listen. internship to continue? <laughs> I, I'm just saying the Yankees started 9-9, nine nine, and now they're where they are, and let's look at the Mets. We're reversing it. This time we start slow, and then we end up going to the World Series. <laughs> That's how we do. Well, no, but before you used to only be able to bet legally at, like, racetracks in Vegas, but now you can bet on whatever, wherever, whenever. Oh. And it's a good thing that this happened now because had it happened a few months ago, I'd probably lost some money betting on the gender of Rachel's baby. Hashtag team girl. Oh. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, we all thought it was a girl. Yeah, yeah, I did, too. I, I would have lost Rachel's money on that. Rachel's mom tricked us. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So, hey. Good thing. Chances, chances were not in my favor that time. But mm. the legalization makes it a lot more open to the public and will increase the amount of betters and things to bet on. So the money and odds are going to go up. So like they said in that Jennifer Lawrence Lord of the Rings crossover movie thing, may the odds be ever in your favor, guys. Whoa. It's called Hunger Games, brah. <laughs> Don't bet. You bet me off the Mets and Hunger Games? Come on, man. Well, thank you so much, Intern Eddie. Is that his proper title? 
Uh, sounds good. Okay. But speaking of betting, you guys. All right. So this is a call out to our listeners because we're gonna play a little betting game of our own. Oh. Yeah. So luckily we have partnered with the Dominican American National Foundation. Okay. And basically they have met uh, Dominican Night at City Field on June fifth. Timmy, you can't go. You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> I already asked for Come you. on. What? Rico Bronia, wasn't he Puerto Rican? We'll sneak you in. But basically, we're going to play a little game with our listeners. So we're going to ask Ooh. all of our listeners to either vote Team Jamie or join, I shouldn't say vote, join Team Jamie or join Team Bago. Because on next week's episode, we're going to actually do some Mets trivia where no matter what team you're on, you will be entered for the chance to win tickets wow. to Dominican night Ooh. at City Field on June 5th. Nice. Are you yes. guys ready for this trivia yes. challenge next week? So they're, they're choosing us. Depending they, who who they think is going to get more of the questions. Correct. Oh, wow. So between wow. now and next week, we want you to just go on social media and put whether you're Team Jamie or Team Bago and make sure you at We Are Latinos Out Loud so we know what team you're on. And there will be a few people selected to actually win tickets to Dominican Night on June 5th. Wow. Jamie, you don't like competition, so... FYI, Mike always asks me about Met, what's going on with the Mets. All right? <laughs> no, he texts me like, yo, Mets win tonight? So uh, just letting you know, my Wi-Fi is I don't know working. if you want to be Team Mike. Oh my God! He's just gonna text, try to text me for the answers, and uh, let's... listeners, let's just let you know right now, <laughs> this man over here is the most pessimistic Met fan, so he has not a great memory. Yeah, that means I'm a real him. Mets fan. You can't you be mean? an optimistic Mets fan. Who is that? <laughs> that just shows you he's not a real. He's he's not the best I'm guy. I'm a to realist choose. Met fan. You're the one that. I can't wait for this. This is going to be cool. Whatever. Be we'll, we'll determine very, very this. interesting. I'm just like, guys, just guys let you know right now, like? I know the starting lineups of the Mets from 86, 87, 88, 89, 91, 92. Yeah, we're in 2018. You All don't right, know it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we don't know. That's at the point. You don't even know what the questions are going to be, though. And by the way, the questions. Who's going to pick the questions? I'm going to tell you. You? No, my father oh, is going God. to pick oh. the questions. And we're talking about the okay. 80s. Yeah. Your dad's going to have 50 from the 1960s. Yeah, no. If he pulls out 69 Mets, though, uh, you might want to go with Team Mike. That's you guys have good. a week to study, so get on it. <laughs> and represent for the listeners, because if whoever wins will then win for the listeners. Oh, hey, guys, if you want to gamble, gamble on me. Oh. This is going to be intense. Anyway, if you want to win. <laughs> Go with me. Ooh. You, you have to think about that for a while, though. Eh? <laughs> if you want to win, um, yeah, go with me. If you guys are interested in buying tickets to this game, by the way, just check out our social media. We'll put the link up. We're also going to put the link up in the podcast description for this episode. But again, it's on June 5th at City Field where the Mets take on the Orioles. And for $45 a ticket, you get a whole bunch of stuff from the DANF, the Dominican American National Foundation. You're going to get a seat in the Big Apple Reserve section of City Field. It is going to be live and lit, lit in that section, a bunch of Dominicans celebrating. You're going to get a T-shirt. You're going to get a flag. You're going to get um, access to all these pre-game activities at City Field. It's going to be lit. And guess what? The Latinos Out Loud podcast is going to be there live. And, and, and just confirmed this morning, Rachel's going to make mango for everybody. That's wow. <laughs> I am not going to do that. That would take a lot of work. Uh, but I will but definitely... the spirit of the day. Come on. I'm going to say hello to everybody wow. and I'm going to be all Dominican out. This I'm thinking of dope. dressing up as a platano yeah. and going... Yo, just another, another. Um, no, it, it I want to plead to the people. I was in a talk. commercial where I played a Mets fan. He's right. 
Shout out to SNY. He's right. Oh, yeah. So, come Mike, on. Mike, you ain't come got on, nothing guys. on that. This should be 100% the way, to zero, guys, Team I wanna, Jamie. I just want to give you all <laughs> listeners a heads up. I have an authentic 1986 New York Mets jacket. Jamie saw it. He's Ooh. jealous of it. I am going to wear it for good luck, charm, and I never lose. I, I have an authentic <laughs> starter Mets jacket, the one that Eddie Murphy wore in Coming to America. That's what? fictional. No way. That's fictional. But it's, it's the one real. he wore. <laughs> And with and it, and it came with all the buttons too. I got all these I love New York buttons on it too. This I'm is like, gonna be interesting. All right, all right. Out the so you know what? If you're that confident, let's bet the jackets then. Oh, the stakes just <laughs> oh, got listeners, higher. Listeners, did you hear that? Listeners, what? he got real quiet. What? This is not about us though. This is about the the, the <laughs> this is about the audience members. Are you serious? My jacket is worth way more than oh, your jacket. Don't even go there. It's leather, okay? You, you I'm not stole gonna. It. I'm gonna bet a leather jacket with uh something you got at like some garage sale. <laughs> wow. We'll talk All about right, it after. We'll figure it out. List. It's time for local list. Ah. Uh. Loca is the queen, y'all. Loca. The Loca list. Wow, I'm still kind of <laughs> pumped from this like Mets wow. battle going on. Rachel, here. you know I'm very competitive, all you right? You are, my God. I lost you're, my voice you're cheering sweating. for you. Sweating. Strip the sweat from your forehead and relax. Sorry about Yankee that. fans think we're such losers right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys, this week's Loca list is the top five things people do as soon as the weather gets nice. Oh, yeah. Today was 85 degrees here in New York, mm-hmm. so all these things came out. Let's kick it off. Okay. So, number five. Open toe shoes come out. Yeah. It goes without saying, a pedicure is needed, ladies and gents. And the okay? gents, yeah. Women and men. Before you whip out those hibernating paws, all right? <laughs> if the nail is over the meat, that means you need to trim them down. Yeah. All right? We don't want no toenails over the meat. Okay? Mm. Uh, it is nasty. But they, they out there. Mm. Now... This message is for both men and women because I see you, Dominicans, Juan Bago. Um, <laughs> those two-strap leather or pleather chanclas, your toes are wide out there. So let's take okay, care Rachel, of them, okay? First off, I, it's not my fault that my pinky toe is a rock instead of a nail. It's I try disgusting. to take care of it, and I'm preparing for it. So Moisturize it, no, file it, Mike, or cut I'm it off. Put a bandaid over it. I'm going to pay for your pedicure, for your first Thank pedicure. Thank you, Frank. Yeah, I got to help him out. Well, you you're, need you're, you're right, Rachel. Huh? You never had a pedicure? Of course I've had a pedicure. Uh, you said his first. Yeah, in 1987. They give me... Not 87. How about those, those leather chancletas he's been having for like five years? Those same chancletas? I, I don't know. <laughs> Mike, one more thing. Don't be afraid to use your razor on your big toe. You know what, what I'm mean? saying? Your big toe shouldn't wow. have that much hair on it. <laughs> wow. Damn. It's, it's so hairy. What's your She's excuse? saying you got a big foot foot. What's your excuse? Oh, I, I shave my like toes. What are you talking about? I shave them. You're damn right I do. All Most right. of my hair on my toe is like under the under the foot, so I'm good. You have hair <laughs> no, under no, the I foot? No. Okay. I wear Crocs anyway, so it's good. It's fine. <laughs> so number four, the Latino barbecues in the park. Please don't forget oh to clean God. up after yourselves. Oh. It's great that you're reducing or your carbon. Or that white lady's going to call uh, 911 on you. <laughs> yes. No, a, a white lady, she was... I was in a farmer's market, and this white lady, she was taking a, uh, she, she wanted a petition. She was like, uh, and she had pictures of all this, uh, the aftermath of a, of a barbecue. And she was like, all these barbecues in our parks, look what they do. And so I signed, I signed. You signed it? Signed it. Oh. Just to get her away from what me. What a sellout. I was trying to get, like, breakfast in the farmer's market. <laughs> 
Well, look, Latinos, it's great that you're reducing your carbon footprint and using paper plates, but throw them away in the proper receptacles, please. Come on, let's keep the parts clean. You know what I'm saying? And also, I witnessed this firsthand. Let's not recreate makeshift bathroom stalls out of garbage bags, poles, and a bucket. True story. Was in FDR Park for a very Puerto Rican barbecue, and someone was installing it. I was like, no, that's not what it is. No way. No way. They basically took big garbage can uh, bags rather yeah. put poles and made their own little personal bathroom so they didn't have to walk 300 feet to the public bathroom and you know we're there all day we're there from like 9 in the morning to 11 at night so I get it but that is just disgusting that imagine disgusting. imagine who has to pick up those buckets I think somebody like the kid is probably in charge every three hours like sacala you know they gotta oh. take it and dump it out every couple <laughs> hours I just wanna I just wanna piggyback since you all know that I'm training for the marathon uh, along Riverside in like 140-something. Everybody smoked hookah there, and I literally had to hold my breath for three minutes because there's so much smoke from the hookah section. At the so, park? At, at the, the park. park. Don't so, bring the hookah to the park. Come on. It. Even the cops be smoking hookah with them. <laughs> By the way, uh, um, Mike, can you shave your carbon footprint? Because it's, it's really hairy. <laughs> it's really hairy. <laughs> Uh, Jamie! <laughs> All right, number three, post wisely on social media, please. We get it. You were invited to an exclusive rooftop party, but the rest of us were not. So the closest some of us get to that is sipping on a brown bag beer on the stoop of the building while the kids play in the fire hydrant and the adults cook on the hibachi grill on the sidewalk up here in the Heights. Woo, got that, that all out in one long breath. long sentence, Rachel. But basically, the Dominicans barbecuing in front of the building, I, I mean, I don't know, I'm kind of for that. I'm not against it. I think it's cute, but, you know. I'm anti the birthday parties in front of the building. Like, they have the table. <laughs> The piñata. I yeah. don't even know where the piñata is hanging from. Just some guy is holding a piñata up. Aguantame eso. And I'm like, yo, can I get through to my apartment? You know, to my building, please. You know, it's like uh, somebody pinning the tail on a donkey while I'm trying to get into my, to my. I'm like, that's not the donkey, all right? Higher. You're way too low right now. Um, but yeah, the summer, everybody, they bring the couches out. It's crazy. The heights yeah. gets crazy. Yeah. All right. Number two, sending your kids away. Now, look, okay, here, I'm kind of torn here because. Because mm-hmm. you're half. Yeah. My Jewish friends send their kids away to sleepaway camp. Right. Right. And then my Dominican friends send their kids away to Dominican Republic for the summer. Now, I'm considering both of them when my two boys are of age because think about it. Or just send them to Sasua, which is the Jewish side of DR. It's Sosua. Sosua. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'm ready for it, but maybe when they're of age, because I think this is a great way as an adult to kind of get your summer back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm still kind of torn. Have you guys ever uh, been sent away for the summer? I've never been sent away, but I know people that have. And when they come back, they speak fluent Spanish. So Interesting. Yeah. I like that. DJ can yeah. speak uh, fluent DJ. Yeah. I like that. We're teaching him. Jamie, you ever been sent away for the summer? And no, I was a mama's boy, so. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mira, I'm not sending my son anywhere. I don't know the, where he's going to sleep. Yep, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, Dominicans are like that. ¿A dónde? Tú no vas para la casa de nadie. Tú no vas a dormir en la casa de nadie. Ay, yeah. Dios mío. Yo no, yeah, que, no. yo no sé quién son esa gente. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but in camping, I was jealous because camping is like, uh, you do outdoor sports. Yeah, they go kayaking. They're in the woods. They learn a little independence. It sounds kind of nice. Mm-hmm. I want right? a whitewater raft. You know what I'm saying? My mother asked me, like, I went away once, like, for a week, and my mother asked me, like, 100 credits. Te tocaron. ¿Y quién tú estás durmiendo? Oh, my God, Frank. I'm like, no, mom. ¿Y con quién tú estás durmiendo? Wow. ¿Y quién fue ese? Okay. And Dominican mothers don't trust anyone. Mira, dime a mí si, te, si alguien te tocó algo así, porque yo quiero saber. Wow, Frank. I'm like, wow. nah, mom. Interesting. Okay. Well, the number one thing, the number one thing to do when the nice weather comes out is... 
Spring are close to cuffing season. Mm. According to UrbanDictionary.com, during the fall and winter months, people who would normally rather be single or promiscuous find themselves along with the rest of the world desiring to be cuffed or tied down by a serious relationship. The cold weather and prolonged indoor activity causes singles to become lonely and desperate to be cuffed. So ladies, be warned and lock that shit down unless... Unless you too would like to open the Chocha Register for some summer sales. <laughs> oh wow! wow. Chocha Register depends what you want. Potential yeah. title name of the show. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I had an ex girlfriend that broke up with me and sent her child to DR two summers in a row. So she broke up with me two years in a row. Back caught she on. She definitely so. opened up the yeah. CR, the yes, Chocha Register. Cha ching! Yeah. Summers are hard to be single because. Uh, like it's hard to make plans because everyone always has plans during the, during the weekend. So it's yeah. always like, oh, you want to hang out? I'm going to the beach with my friends. Yeah. I was like, oh, you want to hang out next week? I'm going to Florida. <laughs> oh, you want to hang out next week? I don't like you, Jamie. <laughs> Get it through your head. I've been giving you, been dropping hints for the last two weeks. Anyways. Poor Jamie. All right. Moving on. Yes. <laughs> I have a girlfriend now. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess uh, thank you so much, Rachel, for the local list. You're welcome. And now we're going to take a short break and we'll be right back. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. If you've used any of these excuses, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. And it could also cost you a lot of money. Cops are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Mi gente, click it or ticket. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spirison News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hey, Frank. How are we today? Good, Frank. Excellent. Hey, Frank. Hey, Frank. Hey. Well, folks, I'm here today to talk about Operation Fishbowl. Oh, is that kind of Miami Beach drink? No, no, no. <laughs> Operation Fishbowl was founded by the United States in 1962, okay? It's the theory that we all live uh, in a flat earth, which I covered in another show, in another episode, yes. but that we actually live in a dome, okay? And mm. it's uh, outer space is not space, but it's really water. What? Okay. So, and uh, we actually live in a dome. Now, this is the funny thing. There's a treaty amongst 53 nations that uh, was founded in December 1st, 1959, and it's the only treaty that's never been broken. And it's amongst 53 nations. And that treaty is that no one can walk, fly through Antarctica at all. What? So we really don't know what's in that continent of Antarctica. So that's why spring break is not, doesn't, there's no <laughs> Antarctica spring breaks. Because I've been wanting to go there for, for a while. Right. So this is very interesting. No one can go in there. And I'm wondering why. Is that like the end of the dome? Basically. <gasps> As above, so below. Water on top, water in the bottom. What is that, a poem? Well, <laughs> I'm sure you guys have heard of this. Now, this is interesting. Wow. Next week, I'm going to cover Operation High Jump. Okay. And that was uh, an admiral. His name was Admiral Byrd, and he took an expedition to Antarctica in the 40s, and I'm going to cover what happened to him out there and what he experienced out there. 
That's too much suspense. My head's gonna explode. Are you I don't want it me? to. I don't want it to explode before this is I like tell a you. Five parter now. So what is global warming then? <laughs> well, global warming basically is that dome is really thinning out from all the uh, all the gases and everything and all the pollution that we're actually letting off in the earth right now. But hey, my president doesn't believe in global warming, so yeah, he, yeah man, we know who your president is. He's now. But all our up president there. breaks every treaty. Is he gonna break this treaty? Well, this is the only treaty that's never, ever, ever been broken, ever. And it's been in existence since 1959. So, so can, they know something. There we go. I mean, you're getting it, Rachel. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that was the cosign Frank wanted. You got it. But next week is the real, real. I'm going to, this one with Admiral Byrd and what he experienced when he went out there the first time. You guys, I'm Yo, gonna, Frank, you guys are watching, really. Frank is watching way too much Netflix. That was a series. The fake news is now, yo, guys, I like part it. two is coming no, up next no. week. No, guys, you, you what? You need your own show, Frank. Do you this think is, so? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, guys, some of the stuff I read, I mean, I can't even believe it. I, I, I mean, it's all over YouTube and Instagram. I don't really... I, I, all right. So yeah, we're going to look into I, I, He's this. like the evening news now when they when they tease. It's like, why isn't Antarctica the best place <laughs> to go for your spring break? News at 11. Fishball. <laughs> if you want to hear more about this, come back. <laughs> Latinos Allowed podcast next week. We'll explain more. Are your children being poisoned at school? <laughs> News at 11. Wow, Frank. Tell me that wow. shit now. I mean, Frank. you're going to have to wait till next week okay. because okay. you're going to hear what Admiral Bird experienced when he got Why are you treating... Don't treat me this way. <laughs> you found yeah. it. You found I, I, it. It was tough. It was tough. You found it, though. Can we do it over? We'll do it over. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, Frank, thank oh, you so thank much. You're so Frank. welcome, and I can't wait for next week. I got to really, this is really going <laughs> to. You sure you want to hold on to it till next yeah, week? Yeah, I'll, I'll wait. This is too, like you want to talk we, about it. We, we started with the fishbowl. I really don't want to give you guys too much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. So next week we'll cover what Admiral Bird experienced when he got out there. Okay. It's fishbowl. So we started with the fishbowl. fishbowl. Next week we'll get the shark tank. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sea of wonder here on the Latinos at well, Love podcast. Thank you so much, Frank. You're welcome, folks, always. Right. Thanks, Frank. You're That's welcome. really amazing. All right, you guys, I am so excited about our next guest. She's a poppin' singer and songwriter who we saw perform live recently at the Veneno screening after yes. party. We were blown away. We tried to stalk you and get you that night, but you were busy. You were, you know, schmoozing and boozing and walking the red carpet, but we got you now, girl. We got you. Please welcome Andre Veloz to the Latinos Aloud podcast. Gracias. Sound a little stalkerish, Rachel. I mean, we heard you sing, and we were like, we both said at the same time, we need you on the show. You're so talented. Your voice is beautiful. Thank you. I mean, first of all, let's just off the bat, not many female bachata singers. You can count them, like with a hand. Maybe two, hopefully soon. So why are you singing bachata? Like, you know, tell us your inspiration, or like what made you become a bachata singer? I'm that stubborn, basically. Uh... People, uh, when I was growing up in the Dominican Republic, they would tell me like, oh, bachata is not for, for little girls. So I was mm. just like, oops. Por ahí que me voy. That's the way I'm going. Amazing. That's perseverance right there. Who were some of your inspirations as far as bachateros that we were like, yo, I want to I wanna sing bachata? As far as bachateros, I think one of my main inspirations is the, the fact that there are not that many women. Um I like Anthony Santo, I like uh, Luis Vargas, I love Raulín, Romeo, Juan Luis, but uh, like I have no role models. 
in, in, Lat in Latin music, female role models. Right. So I think it, it was like more the, I like a challenge. Why is that though? Why aren't there female bachata singers? What is it about the genre? Do you think that like females just never took it on the way you are? Well, probably because of the birthplace of bachata, which was like brothels and women, women were relegated to a, a role of being the dancers or the object of el amargue. Like that was our role. We inspired the, the heartbreak and dance with the guys, but at the end of the day, they were the ones that, that had the money in the 50s and uh, early 60s to go to the brothels and spend it in prostitutes. That's fascinating. I never knew like why brothels had bachata playing all the time. Every time I go to a brothel, I'm like, what? wow, you guys, <laughs> any other genre of music, guys, really? How often do you- Can we mix it up? You go to DR for that? I didn't know. Wow. Go I will go to no. DR for brothels. Every, I mean, it was in the past. It was in the past. I was another person back then. Wow. But yo, you just took us to school. I didn't know that was the origin. Plus, it's very sexy to dance. It's just like it's like making love dressed in a mosaic, in a cuadrito. Mm -hmm. That's how you dance it. Wow. So, how do people dance to your music? Is it different? I don't know. I, I don't want to complain or anything, but I don't see a lot of people dancing when I'm playing. All I see is the cell phones. Uh, like people like raising the cell phones, and I appreciate it. But it also is a different kind of satisfaction when you see people every now and then dancing to your music. And it happens to me more when I don't play in front of Dominicans, mm. when I play for... Uh, other audiences. I bet you anything, the reason why they're holding up their cell phones is because like, you're like in Coney Island, the bearded lady. You know, you're, It's like, oh my God, a woman singing bachata. Honey, get the cell phone. Take a picture. <laughs> take a video. This is not something that you see every single day. I, there's a bearded lady in my apartment complex. So, Does she dance to yeah. bachata? <laughs> I don't know. But I'll ask her. I'll ask, her. <laughs> ask her because I want to have her in some of my videos. Yeah. Like, be the main character. <laughs> Hey, crazy lady from Two Apartments 2K, I got a question to ask you. Tuela bachata. We got a video for you. Do you think DR is more accepting to having a female bachata singer or New York or let's say United States? Which one is more embracive of, of, the, of your music? I think United States. Uh, definitely. I think we, we have the nostalgia factor that saves us musicians of bachata especially. Because even though I live, I mean, even though I am Dominican and I travel often to the Dominican Republic, uh, I still go to places where they are like, bachata, hmm. please. Such a fine lady. You went to Catholic school. <laughs> How come you, you are listening to bachata? So we still oh, have no. like uh, that bit of elitism and, and uh, stigma towards the music and they're like, oh, why aren't you singing jazz or something else, even though jazz is not ours. Mm -hmm. Our jazz, our blues is bachata and uh, I still encounter that barrier. Mm -hmm. But hopefully I'm breaking it somehow or, or helping bridge that gap little by little. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like the others, other, like male singers in the bachata community have have most of them embraced you or have you dealt with some discrimination of that from the actual like bachata singers male you know the male singers are right now well i 
just like recently one or two of them have acknowledged me mm. but i'm basically invisible i'm uh, i'm too i'm not there and, and no and and the same for the for many musicians that i pay from my pocket mm -hmm. for them to play with me i gotta send my husband or somebody else to be like tell them not to be late uh, do this do that learn the goddamn song they don't they look like as if i'm not there show you some respect you know it's Damn. fine like whatever i i knew nobody told me it was going to be easy and and i'll, I'll take it but so you have a it's a double thing it's not only the the industry trying to accept to have a female bachata singer but then on top of that the musicians to really take you serious as an artist and to take that so you have a double challenge to go through And then the audience, because uh, there is not only a, a big absence of uh, women in bachata, I think there that's like a general thing in Latin music. You put the radio, uh, you put Latin radio stations, you are going to hear a song after the other by a man. Mm -hmm. You can count with one hand how many uh, uh, songs by a female you hear in an hour. So... We have a long way to go. And it's, it's strange because in the 90s and 80s, we were in a very different position. We had a lot of women in pop. We had a lot of women in merengue. We didn't have women in bachata, but there was definitely a very strong female presence in Latin American music. And uh, all of a sudden, we are relegated to the set object of videos. That is our, our presence in the music industry. The girls with the big booty, dando golpe barriga. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. it. That's all we are. I hate those videos. <laughs> What a liar. What? What a That's liar. That's all you watch. I, I have nothing against it either. <laughs> like, so, But, uh, 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 yeah. you know, let's make this at But least 50-50. Yeah. Like, yes. So how does that influence your music videos that you create and on top of that, your music writing? Like, how do you get influenced... How do you get inspired writing music knowing how the audience is going to be when they listen to bachata? I don't have expectations when I am writing a song is basically what what comes to my mind in the middle of the night or whenever I am just like writing, doodling, doing a sketch of a song, um, which are basically poems before they are uh, songs. And uh, my rule is... Like my internal rule that I try to follow, don't write about love. Mm. Which most bachata songs by men are, right? It's about like either love but, or like yeah. bad love stories or like being cheated on or like how you miss a woman. So what do you write about? I write about staying home. Like Eta Ketaki is about staying home. Um, because I'm I'm like that. I'm like a homebody. Mm. Really? Person. I love it. I love to be in my home. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I wrote a kind of a. It's based on 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 heartache, but is I I think it's kind of a has some distance from love story, and it's called La Pendeja, oh. and then there is also another song called Lero Lero, that is about No me muele, don't sweet talk me. I know what you want, mm. I know what I want. It's cool. Let's go for what we want, but. 
please don't don't try to sell yourself as something else. Can we maybe get a version of that song? Elo elero, elo elero. Because lero. that's what we call our fans. <laughs> our fans are called elo eleros. Elo eleros. Yeah. Yes. So maybe we can get you, a So you want Rachel wants a remix? Let's see. Let's try to sweet talk us yeah. through the podcast. <laughs> Ay, el velero, ay, sí, ay, el velero, ay, no, ay, no me embullas, corazón. Ay, el velero, ay, sí, ay, el velero, ay, no, ay, no me embullas, corazón. Fuera de aquí con tu oferta, mi corazón no te inventa. Ay, lero, lero, ay, lero, lero, ni de regalo te quiero. Yo la tengo y no te la doy, 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 yo la tengo y no te la doy. Yo, one thing I loved about that, we didn't even ask you. You're like the first person that's performed. That was amazing right there. Amazing! And we're going to take oh that little uh, clip and make that into uh, right. our new intro song. <laughs> we just need you to sign a couple Go papers. Go for it. And Go we're good. for it. We have some wow. more of your music to actually play. Can we play another track? Pero claro. All right. So yes. let, let's hit it. Esta que está aquí no va a salir. Esta que está aquí ya se hizo un tubi. Ay, esta que está aquí ya puso un té. Esta que está aquí anda en una bata. Y de casa no se va a mover. Esta que está aquí, esta que está aquí. 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 Oh my god, you know what? Let's just keep listening to music. I, I say we end the podcast and just keep playing yeah. your tracks. Uh, I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm actually pretty, I'm sweating right your, now. Your music is so dancing. Jamie, you were not dancing bachata, by the way. Did Yo, you see what Jamie was doing? What were you dancing? Wow, well, I was dancing. Cumbia, I just let the music, I let the rhythm take control. You. You know yeah. what I'm so I have a question. Um, how has social media helped you? Because one of the ways I've I'm in my timeline on Instagram, I've seen a lot of your videos coming through my timeline. I mean, how has that helped you in your career with social media, especially Instagram? Oh, it's, it has definitely propelled it to, to a different level. And it also like, um, I think it's a great tool for most musicians because it helps us bypass the the useful channels we have to go through to get a a, a song to be known uh, so yo me fajo to edit my little videos and little cositas and send them and maybe a month after i see them coming back and i'm like oh cool finally <laughs> so it's it's is uh it's priceless it's very useful and uh, it's a very great way to Disseminar. Mm -hmm. To disseminate your music. Yeah, to, to disseminate. To spread it out there and get yeah. it out there. My art. And and it's free. Mm -hmm. It's free for them. It's free for me, unfortunately. But <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's, it's priceless. We like exposure. That's what what helps us get where we want to go. So You seem like you're laser fo you were laser focused on being a bachata singer. Was a... Uh, uh, 
have you had any other kind of, um, uh, you know, uh, any other type of music that you'd, uh, you'd like to try, try out? In Dominican Republic, yeah. w before I moved to New York, I sang jazz and blues and world music for about five years. Hmm. And then I moved to New York and I'm like, Loco, la competencia está dura aquí. <laughs> Here you have like the 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 best of the best when it comes to jazz and uh, to blues, and it and it was not natural either. So what I did was just like bringing everything I learned from from one let's say form of music or discipline to the other. And for the last uh, what 15 years, I have been focused on on, on bachata. So you, let's talk about your upbringing, because you were born in St. Croix. Yeah, just born there. Oh, so tell us, how did that happen? I mean, I know how you were born, but like how, <laughs> let me rephrase. I don't remember. <laughs> like, why, how did your parents end up in St. Croix and then go back to DR? Oh, my grandmother had a barra in St. Croix. And, um. That sounds like the beginning of a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That actually, yeah, thank you. Yeah. There we go. My grandma had a barra there, and uh, my mother will go to visit her, but m both of my parents are Dominican, and I'm raised very rural Dominican, too. Like, in Santiago? And, and in Puerto Plata. And Santiago, in Puerto Plata, puro campo. So can you shout out the campos? Hey, mi gente de Inver y de Luperón, de La Cana, de Quebrada Onda, de todos esos campitos, todos esos joyitos. Uh -huh. Like all those little holes where I used to live. I And then Santiago, La Ciudad Corazón. I love you. Oh, I have family in Tamboril. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, Santiago. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the municipios. Yeah. So yeah. we started off the show uh, as the topic calling the draft. So if you had a draft, who would be some of the artists that you would want to perform with or you have future projects that you're going to work with amazing question that was amazing you like how i brought it back that was the, amazing yeah. thanks rachel <laughs> all right for all the dissing you did all right oh well, there is a remit of eta ketaki coming uh very soon maybe next week okay. with oh. uh don miguelo who is a hey. hip-hop artist of the dominican republic and i'm so excited because he's somebody that like shares m my vision And my overload of Dominican and Caribbean-ness. Mm -hmm. But uh, if, I, if people I wish I will, could work with, mm -hmm. Fefita. Oh, yes. La vieja Fefa. Romeo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would be dope. Juan Luis, well, if you're listening, Juan Luis. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think she does. I think he does. He's a big fan. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's the podcast. Yeah. I think he, he told me too. last time, like, yeah, he was listening. <laughs> <laughs> he loves the localists. Juan Luis Guerra, yeah. And Romeo, too. But, but he's, he's been busy with the tour. But. Uh, yeah. So when did you come to New York? 2004. 2004. Mm. And what did you find, like, as far as, like, differences between over there and over here? And it doesn't have to be just pertaining to your music, you know, like, living here and living there. What do you like better? What's... It's a very interesting city. Everything, uh, like for example, what you were mentioning earlier about when the first uh, signs of temperature going above 60 degrees, <laughs> people just go crazy. Mm -hmm. Where do so much people come from? Like I, I'm like, 
Dios mío. And they get like, wow. They all out there. They It's all the out end there. of the world and the end of the summer and everything. Let's get out now while we can. I find that very particular. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but New York is a, is a wonderful city and, and uh, it's, it's just like a haven for tolerance as a melting pot at the same time. Like mm -hmm. you really have to learn to, to respect as much as you can despite the subway and despite all of our differences you have to learn other people's culture appreciate them and, and respect them so I, I don't think it's something we are exposed to in, in our nation islands don't let the A train divide us <laughs> deep Jamie deep <laughs> that's, your, that's your line that's my line yeah <laughs> The D or the or the A? Well, I write the A or the one. Ah, okay. But um, yeah, I'm sure everyone has their own. So you were mentioning also that you have your interest in painting and acting. Um, do you see that as something in the future besides doing the bachata that you want to get yourself in, into and being more involved, especially in the acting? Because I see your Instagram. You have a very solid, outgoing personality. I can see you doing acting and stuff. Is that something that you see you doing in the future? For now, uh, I'm definitely uh, laser focused on, on music. I do uh, painting more like as an outlet, as mm -hmm. something I like to, I enjoy doing. I have no compromise with. I just do it because it flows. Uh, but as as much as I can, I'm sticking to, to my one thing that is sticking to the music, getting it going, Then maybe we can do a novela together. Oh! oh. We should. Yeah. I, El I'm corazón gonna... de Juan Bavo. <laughs> <laughs> And you can sing the intro as well. So yeah. it could be something very. Corazón de Juan Bavo. Yo, that's it. Jamie, start writing it. <laughs> start writing it. <laughs> Juan Bavo. ¿Por qué me has engañado, tío? <laughs> Juan Bago, yo soy tu madre. ¿Qué hacías con esa cachifa? Esa cifrina. Mi corazón oh. te pertenecía y lo rompiste en mil pedazos. Ay, coño, but you are an actress. Yes, Let yeah, me tell yeah. you. Michael have no lines. It'll just be like really close-up close shots of him like, <laughs> no, looking nervous. We should do a radionovela. Ooh, André Veloz. You got a lot of ideas. I know. We need to talk offline about them. All right, well, stick around. We have one more segment, but we want to thank you for coming on the Latinos Out Loud podcast. What a beautiful artist. And Gracias. <laughs> thank you. Ay, qué emoción. Thank you. Qué linda. All right, it's time for Que Lo Que. Right, this is Kelo okay. We have a lot to talk about. Um, I'll kick it off, you guys. All right, so June 2nd, we have the Room 28, Ocean's 28 show. That's happening at the Soho Playhouse. That's 15 Van Damme Street. And you can get tickets at room28comedy.com slash showtime. Jamie, do you want to tease everybody a little with the sketches that uh, you've written? 
Not really. Okay. <laughs> um, actually, there is a telenovela sketch that yeah, I love. Yeah, and it's the first time we're doing it, so it should be very, very fun Let's and interesting. Let's tease it a little bit. Let them know um, what they're It's a game see. show. Uh, who wants to date a telenovela star? Oh. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I think you can get from that. I'll tell you my character. I'm the pregnant chick. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh, every wow. telenovela has one, right? And uh, Jamie wrote me into the script, so yeah. thank you. So there's going to be some very dramatic moments with very dramatic music. Um, and Mike, uh, you'll be seeing it from the audience, right? I will. Okay. Ooh, if you buy your ticket at room28comedy.com slash showtime. I'm not getting a comp ticket. Nope. Okay. okay. And uh, you can follow me at Rachel La Loca. Next. Andre, you want to Oh, go? it's me. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, as I said, I have my chivo hiding there. On Sunday, May the 20th, I'm going to be singing at Vizcaino's birthday, and that's going to be in a boat. That's the guy from Piña con Moña para el cumpleaños de oh Ñoña. On Saturday, the 26th of May, we're going to be performing at the United Palace, joining Elvis uh -oh. Martinez, El Camarón. On Sunday, the 27th, we are performing at the Infinity Yacht, and it sale del Pier 1440. And last but not least, uh, subscribe to my YouTube, mm -hmm. Andre Veloz, to my Instagram, Andre Veloz, uh -huh. to my Facebook. Andre Veloz, ah, in, in the video, remember, like, yes. oh my God, keep an eye out for that, featuring con Don Miguelo, porque está bacanísimo. Nice. Rachel, it's my turn? It's your turn. So I can go? You can go. All right, so my shout-out is Corriente Latina. Go to their website. They're giving away tickets for Deadpool 2. Yo, come on. But, Jamie, you can't go. Uh. So for Uptown Collective, the Sweet Spot Festival presents the Felabration. Great wordplay for fellow Kuti, who's an international symbol of resistance along the mode of the late, great Bob Marley. So on May 19th from 2 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the West Harlem Pier. I want to give a couple little quick shout outs for myself. Uh, I am still having an amazing time going to Push Pedal. Uh, They're working me to the bone, 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 bone. So if you want to check out some of their information, uh, go to their Instagram, Push Pedal NYC. Uh, I want to give a big, huge shout out birthday to Meryl. His birthday is Happy today, birthday, and, and two days I'll be there. And uh, also, pretty soon, I'm going to be giving out the link because I'm doing the marathon. I'm raising money for domestic violence. So I will be talking about that very, very soon, Rachel. Amazing. All right. Are you going to give it like a four or $500? I'm going to see what I have in my piggy bank. I okay. have a kid on the way, Mike, so... I know, I understand. All right. And last but not least, the African-American Diaspora Experience, which is presented by the MMG, the Multicultural Music Group. Uh, you can go to their website, multiculturalmusic.org. They're going to have an event on May 25th at the Lehman College. There's going to be performances, panel discussions, and causes and contributions for the current conditions of the African-American Diaspora Experience. And you can catch me on Juan Bago on all the platforms. Um, my only shout out is to my little nephew, Marco, who I will be godfathering Aww. this weekend. Does he listen to our I'm podcast? Gonna, uh, well, yeah, he's not, a, he's like eight months old. Can you oh. play it at the christening? Uh, just play a little piece of the episode. Maybe it's just this part. Okay. Um, but... <laughs> So I will. Um, I'm looking forward to you know being Here a godfather. I just I just said this so I could do a bad godfather accent, but now I regret it. So, um, yeah, shout out and um, yeah, uh, Jay Ferns at Instagram and Jay 
underscore Ferns on Twitter. On Don't Twitter, get confused. You're not the same. On Twitter, J underscore Ferns. I just hate the underscore so much. Mm, can't let it go. <laughs> so, I didn't know I didn't know I could say saludo. Saludito a mi mamá, a mi papá. No, uh, saludos. Hello to RDUS, the guys of the t shirt. Oh, oh my gosh, yes. She's amazing. Which I'm wearing one of the t shirts right now. RDUS, we love you. And to Remolacha, Remolacha.net, de lo mío personal. All right, a few more shout outs that we have. My God, we're getting so many partners and we have like a long list to, you know, to get to. But here we go. Hierro, as always, we have to shout out our partners at Hierro.com. That's double L-E-R-O.com. The Lifestyle News website for Latino men. This week they had a sit down with Chef Ronaldo Linares, who's on a mission to change people's health one social media post at a time. So make sure to visit Hierro.com for the whole story. And shout out to our friend Jessica over at Hierro. And another partner of ours, Urban Latino. Shout out to George. Um, the Lozado Lowdown, mm-hmm. former LOL guest Angelo Lozado. You can catch him Wednesday, May 30th, 8 to 11 p.m. at the Gotham Comedy Club. That's 208 West 23rd Street. The Lozado Lowdown Live. It's a talk show, stand-up comedy show starring Angelo Lozada and Tammy Kubalet with music provided by the world-renowned DJ GJ Jibo, the pro. Um, the show will feature the country's top stand-up comedians, singers, actors, and newsmakers, as well as Angelo and Tammy's take on life, politics, and all things world so shout out to urban latino and everyone shout out to all of our listeners shout out to our audience i have one more thing eddie's gonna kill me if i don't mention this but we do have a live studio audience and if you want to be a part of the live studio audience email us at we are latinos out loud at gmail.com and you could be part of our live studio audience shout outs to rudy from dominican american organization hey. thank you so much for being here live you're awesome. And uh, that was it. I, sorry, just Eddie was going to kill me if I didn't mention that. Last no, time. that's okay. Come have fun with us. We have fun every Tuesday evening around 7-ish. I'm not going to say exactly what time we start with Dominicans after all. Um, but yeah, shout out to all the listeners, new and old, and everyone leaving us ratings and stars and beautiful comments. And not so beautiful comments. We're getting some inbox messages on our DMs about how people feel about our show. And we welcome all mes- messages because we're here to make this the best goddamn podcast that we can for Latinos because we want to move y'all forward while making you laugh. So thank you so much to everybody. And on that note, we out! Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? Tremenda Vaina. Hola, amigos, y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.